Well, hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to The Ernest Man Show. Wherever you may be in this world. Just a quick message on how you can win a fabulous prize. After listening to an episode, simply go to my website, theearnestmanshow.com, and go to the Discuss comment section below the episode. Leave a comment. That's it. It's that simple. Within a week, if a winner is chosen, you possibly could be a winner of a fabulous prize. Okay, well, it's it's not a car or a boat, but then again, you don't have to pay any taxes on it. So, what are you waiting for? You've got a good chance, and you can say anything you like. So, that's my message. Now, let's go to the show. And this is episode number 72. Soon, ladies, overturned Roe v. Wade will be the least of your concerns. For reasons that I cannot comprehend, there is... um, a disconnect with many people concerning so many different aspects of um, the shitstorm, which is now the overturn, of course, of Roe v. Wade. And uh, so we're going to chime in on this, of course. And I would like to say some very different if not possibly um, unexpected things. So, starting at no particular point, I encounter things being said in the media, and unfortunately, they are the same things, the same talking points, even with so-called progressive programs such as Democracy Now!, where it's basically uh, rehacked tripe. And to give you an example of this, Um, there have been many people, of course, that had appeared on that program to talk about this situation, if you will. One of them most recently I saw was, um, AOC, um, who I hear makes one hell of a cocktail, And um, she uh, spurted out a line that is common amongst either people who are just completely dimwitted and uninformed 
or they're people that are trying to simply regurgitate the same bullshit amongst themselves or potentially even in coming in third uh, they are actually blissfully that ignorant and they don't even know the current social or governmental system that they live under and they start immediately blurting out what I call the bullshit. One of these is this. I don't care who the speaker is. Okay? Let's try to, as best as we can, let's not go at this in a partisan frame of mind. Because that's not what I'm interested in. I'm interested as much as possible to look at this through the lens of objective truth. Now, having said that, when certain phrases, when you hear certain catch words, okay? Certain catch phrases, certain words, such as, but not limited to, this threatens to overturn our democracy. Our democracy is in danger. This could do irreparable damage to our democracy. This was not intended by the Founding Fathers for our democracy. The key of this bullshit biscuit is our democracy. Okay? So for what quite possibly will be the, I don't know, one millionth time I've said this. You do not live in a democracy. Get over yourself. Get past this bullshit biscuit. Now, you don't live in a democracy. And for that matter... Anyone probably who's in at least in their 50s certainly also has not lived through a democracy. We have had actually, objectively speaking, only very short periods of democracy in America. Now, if we want to constantly keep calling out when it's convenient about the Founding Fathers. It was Ben Franklin himself that answered the question of what form of government that we have with, um, and this is, this is also basically true, but I'm not going to go into the details, but the story is basically true. Just not exactly how it's quoted, but it's basically true. But when asked by supposedly the certain woman, uh, she was, um, I, I don't know, I can't, it, how the story goes, but he was asked the question of, um, you know, Mr. Franklin, or what, what kind of, sir, what kind of government do we have? And he had supposedly responded with, a republic, ma'am, if we can keep it. But the fact of the matter is, since that time, that's how it was 
founded as a uh, constitutional republic, not a democracy. Okay? There is a big difference. So, when you, you, the proverbial you, the group, the population, the citizens, when you keep wanting and expecting the government to act as though it were a democracy, when in fact it is not a democracy, and then it goes against your wishes in the way that they act, and then you will blow a gasket collectively and lose your minds, and then you start screaming and crying out, but this is not part of our democracy. Oh. Okay. It's because you don't live in a democracy. Currently, it's currently what we have become. <clears throat> it's not even really a constitutional republic. Not by a long shot, really. We live in an, a plutocracy. We live in a plutocracy that is controlled by an oligarchy. So, in that sense, if you understand that, if you, if they, if all these people would stop expecting it to be one thing, which it is not, first of all, we wouldn't have all of this emotionalism and craziness because that's not what the system is. As a matter of fact, the system, quote-unquote, is acting just fine. As being a plutocracy, it is working right on schedule. It's all the ones who are duped into thinking simple-mindedness that you live in a democracy, that you're pulling your hair out, especially if you're <clears throat> of the political side that I do endorse as the most, or the more rational side, and you're so pissed off because your precious Roe v. Wade was overturned because of your rights. So let me tell you and explain something to you and tell this to all of your friends. You do not have these rights. You never did have those rights. Okay? Because rights, in the truest sense, if we choose to follow the definition of the meaning of fucking language, rights cannot be taken away. As a matter of fact, rights, in real terms, cannot even be given. They simply are. So if you have policies, if you have social policies, that a government gives you, okay, such as 
driving a car, having a driver's license, they come right out and say it, that it is a privilege. So all you have had for the last 50 years is a privilege to terminate a pregnancy. But get the fucking notion that it is a right out of your mind, curb your enthusiasm, and then you won't be so disappointed. Because you're dealing with something, at that point, called reality, and you're fessing up to it. And the problem with so-called rights that are given to you, whether it be by the government or king, just so much as they are given, they can be taken away. And that is what has happened because you people are experiencing something really kind of alien to your generation and even to a certain extent to mine. And it's called tyranny. And we're not used to that. But I said this was going to happen umpteen months ago, last year. I said Roe v. Word, uh, Roe v. Wade would be overturned. And it was. <clears throat> Here we are. And then there'll be thousands upon thousands of protesters with signs that once again want to proclaim their rights not comprehending apparently or i don't know maybe it is absolute national cognitive dissidence i don't know it's very clear to me what's going on but if we break this down component by component it is tyranny pure and simple and you don't like it okay fine i don't like it either I, I, I don't have a problem with that assessment. What I have a problem with is if you actually believe because you're misunderstanding what's going on that you have rights. You have no fucking rights. In real terms, you have no rights. You only have privileges. And just like if you're, uh, you know, if they view you, whether it be collective, let's say, as a group or an individual, those rights, quote unquote, can be taken away. So it's sort of an inside joke if you get it, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, about your rights. Stop looking at them as rights. This is very little. This is very little different than living in a feudal system under a king. Yeah, you could have, if you were a lord, if you were one of the king's lords, and you would have huge tracts of land and many peasants, and you could have all of this as long as you were in the king's good graces. 
the moment you fell out of the king's good graces, well, guess what? The king giveth, and the king taketh away. You piss off the king, and bad things happen. In this case, part and partial of this whole thing is a huge segment of the population that simply doesn't understand that something was turned over when in reality it never existed in the first place. Avert the uh, situation with uh, concerning abortion, you know, it is not, never was, hasn't been a right. It's only been on loan until the time comes when they decide to take it away. So, if we got that done, we got that clear, then to answer the next question, which is important and relevant, why was it overturned? Although, again, as I already explained, it was never really overturned. But we're just for the sake of simplicity, we're going to call it that. So why the flip-flop? What's going on? Well, if you're one of the many masses out there, you will once again have been convinced that this is a a right-wing versus left-wing ideo ideological battle that is uh, uh, closely tied and uh, affiliated with the religious right. Now, this is <clears throat> both simultaneously simple and complex. If you are... And depending if this, if you are uh, from the, uh, say, the southern U.S., so the so-called Bible Belt, for instance, um, these folks, you folks, are being swindled and used on mass. You have been trained and conditioned from the cradle until your grave that this is all about fucking God and morality and Jesus and anything affiliated with taking a, taking a life and they wrap it in all of this. But what I'm telling you is that that is not the real issue. I ask if you will have the courage to listen to what I'm saying and maybe, just maybe, get a little deprogrammed. Because just like anything else that involves this kind of mass movement thing, in America in particular, it's about money. It is about, first and foremost, money. There are a group of people 
They are the business heads. They are the people who actually run this country. That is not the people in Washington. Again, I don't care if it's a D or R in front of or after their name. They are only puppets. They don't matter so much. It is the puppeteer that matters. And the puppeteer in this case are the class of people, the multi-billionaires who run the actual government. And what it is, and what they know, is that <clears throat> they could no longer effectively and they cannot continue to keep propping up the dollar and printing fiat currency because that is a road to hyperinflation and that's going to screw everything. So they know that. They're not going to tell you that, but that's the truth. And America... Again, under the banner of God and Jesus and fucking America. People bitching and complaining about China and everything's made in China. It has to be and should be. Let's make it in America again. Well, here's the problem, though. You see, Americans, by and large, even if you're the dumbest and the most duped, waving your little flags... They don't take kindly to being slaves. They don't take kindly to impoverishment and slavery. And even the least perceptive of these people can only follow so much rhetoric, otherwise known as bullshit, for so long, and even they figure out, hey... We're doing all this. We've made these sacrifices. We've done all this for you. And we still don't have jack shit to show for it. Our quality of life continues to go down. And there's not a whole lot of hope for the future of things getting better. And our spending power is going down. What the hell? So in order to turn this around, what they're saying is, what they have to bring about is putting America, this will be, listen to what I'm saying, this will be the next huge push. Whether it's Biden or the next clowns, the next set of corporate clowns that come in, then there's going to be a huge push for putting America back to work. Dun, 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 dun. It'll put the back Americans, these... All these Americans back to work program. Something to that effect. And uh, they can talk all the rhetoric and all the bullshit and how it's going to improve your life and on and on and on and on and on. But here's the thing. The only way that that is going to happen, though, and here comes the snake element as they have to slither up to you and wrap themselves around you and start talking to you in that slick serpentine manner you will 
have to make certain concessions. And what that can, what part of those concessions is going to have to be are wages. Because, yeah, they say, yeah, we can put all you back to work, but you're certainly not going to be unionized. Getting a, you know, an actual expected, you know, what Americans are used to at all, any semblance of, of a decent, forget it, <laughs> you get, get the fuck out of here, forget it. You'll be lucky if you're having two and two or two and a half jobs just to make it. And they will tell you, well, it's the only way out. And they'll perhaps make promises and they'll say, well, it's, um, it's, um, it's just temporary. The real reason is that if people weren't hurting enough already, the real reason for any of this, and it's always been the same, this has been the same, and this ship with Roe v. Wade goes all the way back to the 13th century, again, England, it's very simple. There is a reason why birth rates are encouraged to be higher amongst the peasant class, poor folks, and it still is, throughout the world, and America as well, because the more burdened you are with all these additional mouths to feed, the more you will take anything. You'll take anything. You'll take anything to survive. You'll take anything to feed your family. Anything. That's what people do and have been doing for millennia. And they, the powers that be, know that. So they, it is to, it has always been, and it still is, and none of that's changed, it is to their advantage to make sure any way they can that you have lots of babies. Just keep cranking out those fucking babies, baby. Stay poor. Say stupid. Stay impoverished. We need your labor. And of course, the more of you there are, that means the more desperate you are. And the more desperate you are, well, guess what? They can kind of just uh, wring their hands together and say, well, I can pay you $1.25 an hour. And you might stand there and say, $1.25? But just yesterday, gee, I mean, it was it was $1.50. And they can, as they're puffing on their cigar with their feet up on the desk, yeah, yeah, I, I know, I know, but hey, it's it's supply and demand, and, you know, frankly, we, we're kind of full on, on this, and, well, look, I, you know, I don't have to explain myself. You're a piece of fucking trash worker, and I'm the company owner, and so I'm offering you a buck and a quarter an hour. Take it or fucking starve. 
that, not entirely, but that is a huge part of the reason for the whole big stink over Roe v. Wade. It is, it's simply, it's much more than that, but that is a huge chunk of the puzzle. Nothing for you to get unorganized, crazy, and emotional about because that's not how you fight back. They know and, and they knew what was going to happen. They expected that. They had everything ready for that. They're not stupid. They are very cunning and very calculated in everything that they do. Don't forget that. So, if you understand what is really going on, you are in a better position to do something about it. So, any of you folks, if you can get off of this idiotic fucking fixation about right to life and Jesus and baby Jesus and taking a life and all this other shit, which is what it is, that is not what's really going on. Now, <clears throat> to the people who actually believe this, a large swath of the citizens who have been duped their whole lives into believing this shit, well, I understand that for many, nothing I say is going to change the mind. You're firmly fixated on Jesus and the Lord and the Bible and all that sort of stuff, and you simply cannot see. And I feel very bad about that, but there's nothing I can do. All I can do is say what I say in plain, simple English. I don't work in the world of voodoo. I don't work in the world of mysticism and occultism or what I am calling bullshitism. <laughs> no. I try to, as they say in the parlance of our times, keep it real. So, the next thing that we have to move on to are the massive amounts, which again is totally predictable, of the uh, the protest all over this nation, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, because this is fresh, it's new, it just started, and this is one of the clearest examples of the road to hell being paved with good intentions. 
I understand why you're pissed. I already explained at the very beginning of this that I understand why you're pissed. Now, if you will allow me, based on what I talked about earlier, if you would turn this around just for a moment and understand the futility of what you're doing, then perhaps you can actually get somewhere. But in case you haven't noticed, Roe v. Wade was overturned with all of your fucking signs in the world. And now it's past tense. So, when you had the time weeks and weeks ago, and you got, you even got an advanced warning that leaked out, that it certainly appeared as though Roe v. Wade was going to be overturned, and you reacted to that. I understand that. And I immediately knew that the whole leaked thing in and of itself, again, was more deception and bullshit. Because guess what? With these people, there is no leak. There is no leak. That is another misdirection, more lying, and more bullshit. That was direct, directly and deliberately fed to the media. And it came across, well, this is, yeah, we, we don't know. It's, well, maybe it, it might, it, it, we, we, we're just, oh, we're just helpless. We, we're just silly, and we don't know. We're only Supreme Court justices, and we don't know. We're just silly. We don't know one damn minute from the next what we're doing, and I don't know, something this important, earth-shattering to the nation, and it just leaked. I, who knows? Nobody knows, and that's what they fucking do for everything. Every criminal activity, everybody, again, the shoulders come up, the hands come up, but I don't know. I don't know where that hundred billion dollars went, uh, Your Honor, but, you know, I'm I'm just an olive oil salesman. What the fuck? I, I don't know. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm just Tony, the green grocer. I, you know, I don't know. Will you excuse me? I, I, I really need to get, it's three o'clock and I'm late for my golf game. And, you know, but I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry, but I don't know. Bullshit. I knew immediately. Okay, I said, advance warning, here it comes. So, nothing like this is by accident. It was quite deliberate. I knew that from the jump. And so, as you, hopefully, as people out there, as you may know, there is a, a um, saying that has been used a million times. Well, here it comes, one million and one. The sign, no pun intended, of insanity is doing the same thing over and over 
and expecting a different result. So, you came out, and then it was finally announced. Then you take to the streets. I am woman, hear me roar. And, and you got the signs again. Now, I understand for the umpteenth time your frustration, but the fact of the matter is, as far as many of these folks are concerned, they are psychologically, um, what is the term, virtue signaling to themselves because it is something that we, as a society, as a very sick and twisted society, it's another backward-ass thing that we do, that we have the collective delusion that we do a certain thing, and then we all go get together, and then we're, we're congratulating ourselves, patting each other on the back, psychologically or physically, and saying, yeah, I brought this sign, and I pumped my fist in the air, and I, that'll do it, that'll show them. Okay, no, it won't. Because if it was, if that were the case, it would not have been overturned. Okay? Okay. Now, you may think, perhaps I'm sounding, I don't know, angry, certainly. Condescending? Okay, yeah, I'll go with that. But I am pissed. I'm pissed by collectively a huge group of people that simply either cannot or will not accept certain realities and then, based on that reality, act accordingly. But in case you haven't noticed, they don't give a flying fuck about your signs. They don't care. They know the issues. They know what you want. They know, you know, that you want their hands off of your body, your choice, your this. They know it. They know it all too well. You keep beating a dead horse. What the system, what the oligarchy is trying to tell you that you refuse to hear, that you refuse to accept, is we don't give a fuck about you. Oh, and by the way, you morons, yeah, that's it. Just keep thinking you live in a democracy. Keep, yeah, just keep that up. We don't care about your marches. We don't care about your signs. Eventually, given enough time, they will, the cops will come and they will physically beat you down, tear gas you, and perhaps even do more, and they will tighten the noose more and more until you get it. Now, although that's not a happy picture, that is the truth. You don't need screaming. You don't need emotionalism. What you need is a plan. You need a plan with discipline that understands 
what it is exactly you're dealing with. And then acting accordingly. I hope, it's my sincerest hope, that I have helped someone with this. I am not putting this out, never have to be the world's friend. I am trying to help the world, to help this nation. And part of that is to hopefully snap those people out of their collective funk and out of their collective delusion and that they could just be fucking jolted awake something before it gets much worse. Oh, and believe me, it's going to get much worse. This is only the beginning. This is only the beginning, and I will go into this in further broadcast. But if you think this agenda is just going to stop here, well, God, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I, um, I would like to conclude this, but here's again, just a little part of history. Way back in World War II, when we had the basket case, the, you know, the one everyone hates, Adolf Hitler, and he started expanding, and before... You know, he had these various claims and he was swallowing up parts of this and parts of that. And uh, the rest of the world just kind of looked there and said, okay, where's this, where's this going? And they were hoping, they were trying and wanting to avoid war, especially another world war. And um, the um, PM at the time understood very well what Hitler was all about. His name was Neville Chamberlain. It's the famous YouTube video where he met with the Fuhrer several times before Britain had actually, you know, engaged to, to commit to go to war. And uh, up until that point, he was trying to do everything that he could to um, uh, appease Hitler, let's say. And in the end, he um, the the bullshit line from Adolf was um, he just wanted to annex. He just wanted Czechoslovakia because his uh, half baked bullshit, half truth, half lives. But um, he wanted that because there was a huge part of the uh, area of the Sudeten land of with the uh, had a high percentage of Sudeten Germans. And if they would simply give him Czechoslovakia, that he would make no further territorial demands. And so, it was not unlike, which historically is not the case, that Chamberlain was actually, you know, weak or that he was stupid. He, from his writings, he very clearly understood 
um, that uh, Hitler was crazy and that he was a, um, well, a fascist and a dictator and an aggressor. And he had no intentions, despite what he says, does it matter? He had no intentions. He wasn't going to stop if given Czechoslovakia. But, and that's the famous thing, you see the clip on YouTube and he comes back with this silly paper in his hand and he's smiling, he says, peace, and the, the Fuhrer signed it, peace in our time. And even he knew, of course, he sacrificed himself for the good of Britain by appearing to be gullible and weak. But the fact is, after the fact... He knew all damn too well exactly what Hitler's plan was, and he simply couldn't do anything about it because they were not prepared. His whole thing, his whole strategy was to buy time. That's what he was doing. And then he fell, he threw himself under the bus of public opinion to look as though he were weak and mild. He sac basically sacrificed his entire career to save Britain and possibly the rest of the world um, by appearing to be those things when he actually wasn't. He knew exactly what he was dealing with. That came out in his own uh, papers. And it's very clear. What, how this parallels the current situation is this. This is just the beginning. This, from the useful idiots that they, the oligarchs, are using, namely the conservative Christian mound, this is just the beginning of the usefulness of the useful idiots. I believe somewhere I just saw a report of some football coach somewhere, I don't know exact, the exact details, but he already... He connected with or talked to the people in the Supreme Court so that he could have prayers on the 50-yard uh, uh, line of, of football or something. And they said, yep, sure, fine, here you go. And so now we have that. So expect all the crazy is going to, it's not going to go away. It's going to, it may take a few months but it's only going to build up and it's only going to get worse because the crazy train is coming through and it can wrap itself in, you know, whatever it chooses to wrap itself into, but it will, you know, more as the old saying goes, when it, when fascism comes to America, it will be wrapped in a flag and a, and carrying a Bible. And I believe in that completely. So, it's coming.
I hope today was a good day. I hope tomorrow is a better day for all of us. Take care.